G'day, just, uh, just got a revelation to share with you today from the Spirit of God, and that is that Jesus Christ said in John 10, 10, that, that the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy, and the Jesus said that I have come to bring life abundant, abundant life. So, I just want you to know that God is not holding anything back from you today. I'm telling you that He He sees you, He, he hears you, He knows the desires of your heart, He knows the prayers that you don't ask because you don't think He's going to answer. He, he knows the disappointment of things that that you expected to go a certain way and they and they never did. But what he wants to explain to you is his amazing strategy, his amazing love, his amazing personality. You know, Psalm 10 is about 2020. I mean, it's relevant to 2020. Psalm 10, God says the evil people, the wicked you know, the devil, they're not going to get away with what they've done. They're not going to get away with with, with trying to hurt people. God is a just God, and he, he gives good gifts to his children. The devil is always going to try to malign God to you. He's going to try to malign God's character. He's going to want to say that God is not good because of this that happened to you and because of this prayer that didn't get answered. But that's not the truth of the word you've got a maturity is when when you look like Jesus you talk like Jesus when you walk like Jesus maturity is when your life is no different to the word of God so maturity is when you say God you're good because you said you're good Jesus said the father is a good good father that he's got good gifts for his children, that you don't need to worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to wear. And so why do you worry? You know, he says that, little children. So what I'm saying to you today, by the Spirit, is that God's deliverance for you today, God's provision for you today, is permanent and absolute. And... The way that he is organizing your provision is so that the devil can never touch it. You know, he's not going to give you a job that you can get fired from. He's not going to give you a car that's going to break down. He's not going to, to heal you of cancer just so that you can get a more aggressive form of cancer. So, you know, God is long-term and he's a strategist. And, and he knows the, the enemy's schemes. We know the enemy's schemes, according to Paul in 2 Corinthians 4. We, no, 2 Corinthians uh, 4, I believe, perhaps. It says that we're not unaware, we're not ignorant of the devil's schemes. So we know the devil's schemes. God knows the devil's schemes. And what I'm saying to you is that you have desires and needs and, and wants and hopes and dreams and expectations and gifts and callings that have not happened yet. And many things have happened, and you need to thank God today for the gifts that he's given you, for the, 
for the intimacy that we have with God, for the presence of God, the Holy Spirit, the church that you belong to, the friends that you have. Now, it's not perfect, but Jesus didn't experience perfection. Even his 12 disciples, you know, uh, he had a, an enemy in there and all that. So his best friend was beheaded. His cousin was beheaded. You know, he didn't experience perfection, but he did work, walk in perfection according to the plan that God had for him. I'm sure that there were, you know, there were things that happened that that were overwhelming, but Jesus Christ was able to walk through them and overcome. And that's the same as you and I. We are promised suffering. We are promised persecution. But we're also promised that we will overcome. So what I'm saying to you today is that there's a carrot in front of you. It's an answer to prayer. It's a deliverance. It's a situation that needs to change. It's a provision that you need. And I'm telling you, as an authorized spokesperson of the Spirit of God, I'm telling you that God knows what you need. He knows the things that you desire. He knows the desires of your heart. He, he wants to give them to you. And He is good. And the only reason that you haven't experienced it yet. It's not because of a lack of faith or because he's trying to teach you something or punish you or anything like that. No, he's good. He wants to give it to you today, but he's, his plan, he's going to give it to you so that the devil can never take it from you. So his promotion for you at work is is going to come when your character is going to not cause you to lose the promotion. You know, that, that ministry that he wants to give you is going to come when, when certain people are there to support you who they may not be ready. They may be in disobedience. And he doesn't want you to go to ministry and burn out because somebody else is refusing to listen to him at the moment and they're meant to be helping you. So the whole body needs to work together to do their part. That's why part of the armor of God necessarily is that we pray for all of the saints at all of the time. Don't forget that part of the armor of God. Where you put on the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness and the belt of truth and the shoes of the gospel of peace and the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, <clears throat> and pray for the saints. That's so important because you you might be needed in someone else's ministry and you're not doing it because someone's not praying for you. You see, God's praying for you. The Holy Spirit's, you know, Jesus is interceding at all times for you but we are praying for you as well so that's where where god is working all of these things together for good the passion translation says that god's detailed plan for you is being you know woven together he's got a destiny for you he's got a perfect plan for you so what i'm saying is you pray 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 for the desires to come to pass pray for god's deliverance to come you know punish the enemy curse the enemy and cast him out of your life and rebuke him from every area command him to leave 
and not to touch you or your children or your family or your finances. Get angry and kick him out. Because we've been given authority over all of the power of the enemy. We are the delegated authority of God on the earth. We're the church. Now, but you've just got to know and understand that Jesus Christ is not holding anything back from you. He's a strategist. He's going to give you those things so that when he gives them to you, you don't lose them. It's even revelation. He gives you revelation so that you can implement it into your life, and then he gives you more revelation. If you haven't been hearing from God, if you haven't been, you know, getting a revelation from God, not just a a wow from a podcast, you know, write it down or whatever from a video, but your own revelation, you know, something that the Holy Spirit really ignites in your soul, that then maybe, maybe you need to go back and do, like maybe there's something that he's already given you that you haven't been implementing into your life. So he gives you revelation so that you can physically do it, physically do it. You know, physically do it. So what I'm saying to you is your deliverance is permanent. Your provision is permanent. He's not going to give you something that you're going to lose. So he might be telling you to cut out sugar. And you've been waiting for 10 years for healing, but you haven't done the prerequisite of cutting out sugar because he doesn't want to because when he heals you, when he gives you that healing that he's already given you, but when you appropriate it, you're never going to lose it. Now, he might be telling you to stop at stop signs, to stop speeding, to stop swearing, to stop smoking, to not touch your phone while you're driving. These are very, very important. They're critical because this is part of God's strategy. God's love language, as Kevin Zadai says, is obedience. His love language is not food. You know, it's, it's obedience. Jesus told us his love language. He said, if you love me, you will obey me. So he's already given you his love language. It's called obedience. So I'm telling you guys, focus on obedience. The, the next, the current move of God, write this down. The current move of God is abject holiness. The current move of God is abject holiness. Only those who are His are going to move into the next phase, okay, into the into the kingdom of God. There will be no ungodly in the kingdom. There will be no unbelievers in the kingdom. There will be no cowards in the kingdom. You know, every evil, every bad fish will be thrown out. Every weed and tear will be removed and burned. So <laughs> it's a very, very narrow gate. But but you and I are going to fit through that narrow gate because we are his. He We didn't do anything other than say yes to his invitation. But his ongoing invitation is for you to come into abundant life. And that abundant life is achieved through obedience it's actually walking with him so he's going to tell you to do this and don't do that say this and don't do that wait for a moment and then do it wait for a very long time and don't do it 
he'll give you a vision to not do. He'll give you something to do and won't let you do it. He'll tell you what he's going to do and then he won't do it for 25 or 30 or 40 years. This is all part of his brilliant, incredible love and strategy and purpose and calling for your life. Think of Moses, you know, 40 years in the, de- in the wilderness before he even went back to Egypt. And then he had another 40 years in the wilderness and he still didn't get to go into the promised land. But he was carrying that vision for the promised land for, for, that, for 80 years. And for even more than 80 years, because he was already trying to deliver people. That's me. That's you and I. You know, we're trying to, you know, Moses killed that Egyptian because he knew that he was God's deliverer. And I've made that mistake, not killing anyone, but I've made that mistake of trying to run with the word of God before it is time. And so we want to thank you, Jesus Christ, right now for abject holiness, for the deliverance that you've given us, for the provision that you've given us. There is no lack in God. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. You're a good father and you give good gifts to those who love you. And I love you and I bless you in Jesus' name. And I want to encourage the people listening, God, that you would encourage them, that they would know that you're good and that you're not holding anything back from them and that anything bad that's happened to them and any delay is not from you, God, unless it's out of love, Father God. As in, you're, you're only delaying it because when they get it, they're never going to lose it, God. But you never did anything evil. It's the devil who steals, kills, and destroys. And the reason he does that is because he's been kicked out of, the, of heaven. He can never have what we have. He can never have relationship with God. He can never have intimacy with God. He can never feel the love or the presence or, the, or approach the fire of God. He is an angel. He's like a bodyguard who's been fired. He's been kicked out of heaven. And we have been, you know, put in the highest place, above the angels. You see, we are the sons of God. To what angel did he ever said, you are my son? So we are the ones who are made in the image of God. We are the ones who look like God. We are the ones who are like God. The devil wanted to be like God. Can you imagine a bodyguard being fired and then thinking he can be the, the, the master that he, that who fired him? There's no way he's ever going to be God. He thinks he can, he actually thinks he can be God. And that's why he's trying to punish you. That's why he's trying to hurt people. Because we are made in the image of God and he's jealous and he's never going to be allowed in. He's never going to taste God again. He's he's like in the desert thirsty and he will never drink a glass of water ever. And he cannot ever 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 taste water. And so he's just doing everything he can to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus Christ has come to bring life and to bring him, to bring abundant life to you. Abundance is overflow. It's putting out a glass and having God fill it up, and then he keeps pouring, and it's spilling out all over the table, and you're like, God, stop! And he's like, no, I'm not going to stop, because I'm going to pour out abundant life. And you have got to give him every bucket, every cup. Jesus, here's my kids, here's my money, here's my finances, here's my house, here's my car. Fill every area. Fill my bank account. Fill my health, Father God. Fill my social life. Fill my influence, Lord. Fill my promotion at work, Lord God. Never stop filling it. But he's going to ask you to to present that cup. He's going to ask you to do something that would lead you into abundant life today. It's obedience. We are getting on the Ark of the Covenant. We're getting on the Ark Noah was on. We're on the ark. We're in the ark. We are the ark. But no one who's going to get on the ark who's not 
made in the image of God and perfect in his sight. We have to get in Christ. We have to be one with him. And so that's why it's, it's obedience. It's obedience that gets you on the ark. Because he said that. He said, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you will bear much fruit. So let's do that today, guys. God bless you. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening to Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. Bye for now. They talk about Jesus and the good things he's done. Flame wide these gates, let's see his kingdom come.